Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Free Going the Freak. That's our old mate there just uh, singing a few bars out of the Die Hard movie. It's a Christmas movie, no matter what anyone says. Exactly right. Even the Die Hard Twitter account says it's a Christmas movie. And that's all that matters, really, hey? That's exactly right. If you need to find that account, you can just go to Fergo Freak Pod and check out our, uh, you know, the accounts we're following. They're on there. I made sure of that today. <laughs> yeah. now, um, hey, Merry Christmas, by the way, Andrew. Merry Christmas to you, Freaky. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing good. Santa Claus is going to be here soon. It's uh, Christmas Eve, and uh, everyone's merry. Everyone's merry. I um, I got you a gift. Oh, did you? What you get me? An onion. You want me to eat an onion, and I'm not going to eat an onion. I didn't get COVID. I can taste everything. It's been going on in, in Sydney for the last two weeks. I haven't got COVID. I'm not in Manly. Manly is just a place for all the bogans that like their ocean. No, look, I know you're not in Manly, but, you know, maybe you just go out there and get a little bit of Rona, bring it back, and just start munching on a few onions and, you know, give us the results. It'd be great for the podcast. Remember when Tony Abbott picked up a, an onion? <laughs> didn't even peel it. He just ate it like it was an apple. Just How weird was that? He probably is probably the first person to have COVID. Probably. Why aren't we checking him out? I don't know. By the way, White Christmas, what a beautiful song. And uh, just shout out to everyone that used to play fullback for the Titans. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I just um, like Titans fullbacks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, it, it works well. Mm. We've got those white beaches up there in, in the Gold Coast. Ah, oh, just white everywhere. It is. It is. Um. Bugger, let's do it 12 days of Christmas, even though it's, we're on Christmas Day anyway, or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, we were thinking about what we could do for our listeners on Christmas. It's the festive time of year, and uh, the 12 days of Christmas, why not? So we made it 12 days of Rugby League Christmas. Yeah, and uh, just, just to make sure you don't tune out, we're not going to sing these. No. Freaky no. wanted to, but yeah, I don't think we'll do it. Yeah, it's for the best. You don't yeah, need to hear us singing. No, 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 you don't need that, that. That's too much. So okay. let's go with number 12. I thought we were going 1 to 12, not 12 we, to 1. Oh, you don't want to go backwards. Fair enough. We can go to 1. Don't you I don't go give a shit. 12 days of Christmas. You start at 1, don't you? I don't know. I thought you went from 12 down to one day before Christmas. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Let's just pick know. a random number. Let's just do seven and work our way around. <laughs> just don't want to do them randomly. Yeah, I, everyone could everyone could piece it together there and however the hell they see fit. I, look, I reckon we go from one to twelve. I think it'd be let's, better that way. Let's do that then. All right, all right. So, on the first day of Christmas, a TikTok video scandal starring my boy Nathan Cleary. It was the biggest scandal of the year, apparently. It was. He'll never live it down. No. Well, the one thing he, he he will never live down, in all honesty, is his, uh, the way he wore his hat. That can never be forgiven. Yeah, definitely. Tilted to the side, mate. That shit was out of fashion years ago. 100%. And, like, who has TikTok anyway? Like, it, it's the second worst rugby league video that was revealed this year. 
I won't say which was the worst, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> we'll move on. I thought I'll leave that. Pa- I'll leave that gate open to the garden path. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw the gate open, and you went, "No, nah, not this time, lad. <laughs> I'm not taking that bait." Poor so that gate is now shut. Theory. Poor Nathan Cleary. I feel very sorry for him. Um, and he's a millionaire this year, and he'll be a millionaire next year as well. Uh, second day of Christmas, we have two players in one season that were alleged to have done performance-enhancing drugs in Bronson Sherry and Michael Jennings, and two different ends of their careers, really. Yes, but both were feeling pretty good during the year. Yeah, Bronson was talking about how he was faster than he'd ever been before, and... uh Took some old shit, and then... yeah, well, yeah. He was, let's be honest, you know, he did have a new sprint trainer in um, B Johnson. He took shit that was older than he is. Yeah, well, he took shit that was less technologically advanced than what Ben Johnson took. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael Jennings, who was kind of the other way, he was taking shit because he was old, allegedly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sad end to Michael Jennings' career. One of my heroes. It's odd because, you know, when, when Shane Warne got old, the thing he took to try and make, you know, try and improve his performance was hair. Yeah, remember he took the diuretics and he blamed his mum? Yeah, that was always a classy move. Just throw mum under the bus. Yeah, and then he, like, and it wasn't really, like, diuretics, you you lose weight. So, so yeah. he'd lost all that weight. And, uh, you know, strange one. Well, it wasn't really performance enhancing. You consider his diet consisted mainly of baked beans. Baked. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> baked beans and British nurses. <laughs> <laughs> baked beans and pussy. Can you blame him? Can you so blame him? You weren't going to say it. Good luck to him. He I used to go that. out with Liz Hurley. Yeah. He won in life. Um, that, would that be the ultimate? Batting above your weight, or punching above your weight, sorry. Liz Hurley. And, no, and Shane, Shane Warne with Liz Hurley. Oh, I reckon you could find, I reckon you could find batting higher above your weight than that. Who, who do you sure. reckon? Oh, well, what about, uh, remember when Billy Joel was married to Christy Brinkley? Yeah, I suppose that's not too bad. Yeah, that's one that I can think of off the top of my head. Um... Who else? Oh, that Lyle Lovett. He was going out with Julia Roberts, wasn't he? Yeah. Julia Roberts never did it for me, hey? No, likewise. But yeah. she was better looking than Lyle Lovett. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I'm not... I'm not... Uh, I've got no idea about what Lyle Lovett does, but he looked like I, he had an accident with a stapler. <laughs> I, think he's a, I think he was a country music singer from memory. Oh, right. There yeah, you go. That's, think... why I've, that's why I've never heard of him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's some good examples anyway. Yeah. Wasn't there, a, actually, there was a Newcastle Nice player who was going out with Jen Hawkins, remember? Yeah, who Clint was Newton? it? Clint Newton? Clint, Clint Newton, yeah. That's, that's right. close to the ultimate. He got, he got, he got grief about it. I don't think he minded. Just in the sense of like, yeah, I did go with Miss Universe. Poor me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so on the third day of Christmas, it's the Broncos' three wins for season 2020. One of the worst seasons any team in the history of the game's ever had. 
wasn't they were three classic wins too yeah memorable very memorable that you know the funny thing is one of the best games of the season was the panthers getting a hard fought win over the broncos and it was like the one game they played that was good and they couldn't even win it yeah yeah i i wish we could go back mm. to to march 21st mm-hmm. after round 2 and the Broncos are sitting equal first, having won both of their opening two games. <laughs> and just say to every single Broncos fan, enjoy it because things are about to go shit in a way you never realised. I wonder how much. Shit. I wonder how much you could have got for them to get the wooden spoon at that point. Oh, it'd be like two million to one. I'd have just gone. I'll just put two dollars down. Yeah. I'm not going to blow the thing out of the water. I'm yeah. not going to make people suspicious. I'm just going to put a lazy two dollars down on the Broncos to get the wooden spoon after they're up 2-0 at the start of the year and just buy an island at the end of the season. That sounds like some pretty good financial advice. should put you in touch with Willie Mason. Or <laughs> or I just buy up all of the COVID vaccines. <laughs> It'd be like that. Remember there was some prick over in, in the USA that bought a whole heap of vaccines and he wasn't going to sell them to anyone or some shit? I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I there's some sort of story like that. I don't know what he bought, but he was he was trying to farm it all for himself. Imagine if you bought bought all of the vaccines and then you made people perform tasks for you to get a vaccine. <laughs> I could just get people to do data entry for me until it's completed and go, okay, now you can have this virus. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know what I'd get people to do, but I'd well, probably... I could get your portos. Yeah, just a portos. Just <laughs> doing a portos run. Here's a vaccine for your troubles. Thanks, mate. That'd be pretty handy. What if I went to Mr. Porto and said, hey, you give me free Porto, I give you vaccine. Ooh. Because I'd just, I'd call it vaccine. I wouldn't say vaccines. I wouldn't say the vaccine. I'd say vaccine. Yeah, just give them one. So, right, you've got it now. Copy yeah. and paste it. Yeah. yeah. I'd get Sting to sing vaccine instead of Roxanne. Yep, exactly. You, you sing that song more often than you realise on this podcast. I know, I think that's <laughs> twice now. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good, good year for the Broncos. Um, it was, that was fantastic. Anytime Darius Boyd's terrible into his career isn't in the top five worst things that happened at your club, it's always a good year. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> so number four on the fourth day of Christmas, is the suggestion by Matthew Johns that we play four State of Origin games. So we have a three-game State of Origin series, and then we have a fourth game where it's winner takes all. Now, this might have sounded like a fucking stupid moronic idea. Fucking dumb. Dumb idiot. Idiot idea. But in light of New South Wales losing the series, I see merit to it. Yeah, it's not a bad idea after all. Yeah. Um, sorry, Matthew, for ever doubting your um, your fine uh, mental acumen. Mm. This is this is this is one right out of the box. It's a brilliant idea. Amazing, amazing. It, once again, one of rugby league's premier thinkers. Exactly, and can I add a tweak to his idea? Mm-hmm. If New South Wales ever wins the first Origin match of a series, yeah, that's it. Just go one match series. I'd like that. I'd like that. Remember when there was a point where 
because and this is a funny thing about Queenslanders, they talk about state of origin passion, but when they're not good at origin, all they do is whinge about how we shouldn't play three game series. Like they go down to nothing, and they're like, "Oh, why do we play dead rubber?" I always remember Gordon Tallis saying that. Yeah, well, mind you, you could probably. Yeah, I'm surprised Gordon could count to two. Yes, take his shoes off. <laughs> And count all of his toes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so on the fifth day of Christmas, we're celebrating the $5 million that Sonny Bill Williams didn't end up actually <laughs> earning at the Toronto Wolfpack. It's the biggest It's the biggest contract that was never fulfilled in rugby league history. Oh, boy. that's That was one hell of a deal. That was a rough one. So, you know, the roughest part was... When the Toronto Wolfpack went to the Rugby Football League and said, if you give us £200,000, we will pay all of our debts. And they said no. And I can just imagine Sonny Bill Williams throwing everything across the room at one (laughs) (laughs) What if if Sonny Bill Williams had took out a £200,000 loan on his $5 million contract, right? <laughs> Paid it to the Wolfpack. We would have made millions. Yeah. Why did he take one for the team and just say, look, you know what? I've been gifted a fair bit of money over my career. I'll just lump out for the 200 grand. Mm. Wasn't he supposed to have been given investments in the club or some shit? Well, I hope he cashed out early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To after his performances, they only probably sold all the shares straight away. That's why they plummeted so quickly. Possibly. No shareholders left. Yeah. Did he play five NRL games? He didn't play one NRL game. What do you want to Sonny Bill Williams? He didn't play any games. He just wandered around on a field like a brown cow. I see what you mean. He looked a bit gassed half the time. He actually did play five games for the Roosters this year. Yeah, how about that? That's the the universe talking to us during a podcast. And they were his first NRL games in five years. Oh, there you go. And I cared for five minutes. How about you? Yeah, almost. Almost five minutes. Now, on the sixth day of Christmas, we're celebrating the six English rugby league clubs who have won English titles since 1985? 1985, correct. 1985. Now That's premierships, so not the Challenge Cup, just premierships. Just the premierships. Now, we've talked about how few teams have won, and that's over 35 years, which is just yeah. extraordinary. Yeah, and one of those teams only won one premiership. Okay, now, I, I, you challenged me to name them. Yeah. Because I haven't looked at the list. So, St. Helens. Yep. Wigan. Yep. Leeds. Yep. Bradford. Yep. Then I'm going to say Weirdness. Yep. And the other one I'm going to say Halifax. Man, that's good. Did I get it? You got them. Damn, I'm good. Halifax won the 1985-86 title. I, and from memory, I hope I'm right about this, I feel like Chris Anderson was at the club. Uh, ooh, he might have been, actually. Yeah, I, and this is like, I couldn't tell you too much about any of yeah, the... Yeah, he, he was the coach, and I think he was even a captain coach. Yeah, and, and like, that is literally 
I couldn't tell you who won in 84, 83, 82, any of that. But for some reason, the Halifax one sticks out of my head, and I'm not sure why. Well, 84 and 83 were both won by Hull KR, and 82 was won by Hull FC. Ah, there you go. How's that? In, <laughs> from 81 to 84, yeah. three different teams won the premiership. And then it all went downhill. <laughs> Halifax recently changed their name to the Halifax Panthers. The Halifax Panthers? Yeah, yeah. They were called, They when Super League come around, they call themselves the Halifax Blue Sox. Yeah, that was a great idea. Yeah, that was really, really well thought out. I'm surprised we're, they didn't call themselves, you know, the Halifax Machines. <laughs> well, when I was over in England in 2006, I believe it was 2006 this happened, um... I saw a TV on the news. They were auctioning off all of their stuff because they'd gone broke and uh, they wanted to raise some money. But they they come back, they rebuilt themselves, credit to them, and they decided to change their name to be more marketable from just Halifax. Um, so, yeah, good luck to them. Good luck to them indeed. Mm. Yeah, that was a so, good bit of stats and history there. Yeah. Well, we're a very well-rounded podcast. Indeed we are. On the seventh day of Christmas, we're celebrating the seven million bucks that the Canterbury Bulldogs are spending on wingers <laughs> over the next couple of years. God bless the Bulldogs, oh, as they say in as they say in Bulldogs territory, bought, not bought. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, how many more top line uh, top line wings do you think they can buy? I thought they were crazy when they spent so much money on Kotrick. Because I was thinking to myself, like, okay, Kotrick, you know, probably is a rep winger, but he's a rep winger when you don't really have a, a rep winger. And, yeah, I can see him in the centres, okay, but why would you spend that much money on a guy who's a, an all right centre at best? Mm. And they were like, well, we've got to get some wingers. Yeah, because they're so hard to come by wingers. Yeah. Yeah, as, only there was a... as we've discussed before, just get off the airplane at Fiji and go, right, you and you, come with me. Just grab the first two baggage handlers you see. Exactly. I'm in Suva, and you just say to them, have you ever heard of rugby league? And it doesn't matter if they say yes or no. They're going to be like first graders in about three weeks from now. Exactly. They're, like, they're just the best swingers in the world, Fijians. I love them. There's no doubt about it. On the eighth day of Christmas, this is a special one. You and me were watching a Super League game not too long ago and saw a player and was like, who's that? And it was Robert Louie. And so we named him on eight because he looked like he ate all the food. <laughs> he certainly did. I don't mind saying, Robert Louie, have a salad. <laughs> just, just add it to you, your weekly routine. We're not even saying have one every day. Just once a week. Keto, bruh. Just I mean, mix come, it up. Some, something. A bit of roughage. A fucking man shake, anything. Yeah. Uh, we, need, we need to move on. Yes. <laughs> okay, on the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me the only thing we could have put at nine, your beloved West Tigers. Yeah, that's where they belong. Yeah, not the ninth. I saw somebody post a, a, uh, a ladder where they, they said uh, it was like, you know how everyone's doing these stupid questions on Twitter? Like, tell me the best fucking play you've ever seen, shit like mm -hmm. that. 
And somebody said, it, tell me where you think everyone's going to finish. And it went 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 9. <laughs> 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 it was great. It was brilliant. Oh, shit. Yeah, just uh, usually uh, the other one I like to see is you just go one to eight just has too early to tell for all of them and goes nine West Tigers and yeah. then ten to sixteen is too early to tell. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you can ink, you can ink that one in. That's not even pencil. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The uh, we were going to have a West Tigers one at six because they haven't got any six number six. We didn't know who was going to play number six for them. Yeah, but uh, at least we know who their nine is going to be, and it's going to be little. Yep. And, uh... For, yeah. for, you know, half a game. Well, you know, then it'll probably be, uh... I don't know. I've yeah, got that, That's a long conversation that I'm not prepared to have anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do our 27th West Tigers Destruction podcast. Um, okay, on the, the t- 10th day of Christmas, it's the number of points the Penrith Panthers gave away to start the 2020 grand final <laughs> just in penalties. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a genius decision by um, by Tired Ivan. It was a rough one. It was a rough yeah. game to watch as a Panthers fan. It's like... They'd been so, so well behaved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'd been giving away very few penalties. They were the first team to score in nearly all of their games, and the grand final comes along, and they just have a, a fucking brain snap. Can you imagine how epic it would have been if they had given away the first 10 points via penalties and then went on to win the grand final. That would have been pretty cool. They didn't fall too far short of that. Yeah, they come home with a wet sail, but I'd have preferred to have not given away a single point to penalties in the the opening, like, five minutes or whatever the fuck it was. It wasn't very long. And of all the teams to give it to. Yeah. (laughs) Just just the most rock-solid workman-like team that's, you know, got yeah. ever placed under a salary cap and a half. And a team that just doesn't relinquish leads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was nuts. Ugh. I haven't watched the game again. I would, but it's it, like it's not one of those ones where I'd like couldn't watch it again. Yeah, I just haven't not, seen a replay anyway. It's not a grand final that causes trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also, but it's also like... um. You know, it's it's not something that's hanging over my head or anything like that. It's like we 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 got to the grand final. If yeah. if we do that every year, I'm happy. I just want to be in the race. Exactly. I don't know so, what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get in the top eight. <laughs> too much to fucking ask. <laughs> so, on the eleventh day of Christmas, we're celebrating the eleven Super League clubs that took part in the majority of the season. Of course, it whittled away in the last couple of weeks when teams pulled out. Don't yeah, know what that's about. Okay, I pulled out. They couldn't be yeah. bothered anymore. I think Salford pulled out. Did Salford pull nah, out? Nah, Salford got docked three wins for going into administration in two thousand and eleven or some fucking nah. shit. I can't remember what year it was. It was ages ago. Um, we're all we're all waiting for that to hammer to come down, eh? Yeah. So, in the year that a team got got thrown out for being insolvent, the Super League kept the team in the competition that had gone insolvent. Yeah. And they're promoting a team that had previously been insolvent uh, after looking at two other teams that had been insolvent a few times prior as well. That's consistency for you. 
It really is. I tell and you not what, once, not once have they looked at it and gone, "Hmm, I wonder why this keeps happening." <laughs> you know, no. do you realize how many of the world's problems would be solved if more people in East Hull decided to pull out? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> now, on the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. The 12 positive articles written about Peter Volandis every fucking month. <laughs> that, that, that's being modest. I mean, seriously, the way that these journalists had their heads up Peter Volandis' ass the entire time. Like, I understand he's a fucking wartime consigliere, but that's beside the point. They kept on saying, like, he did something that no one else in the world of sport has done. And, like, meanwhile, I'm sitting watching the fucking NBA and, like, everything's going. Everything. Every fucking sport's going. The horses are racing, although that's him too, you know. F1 was still on. That had to go over several countries. I think they they still did the Tour de France. Well, I mean, cyclists are pretty much vermin anyway, so, of course, that was going to go ahead. (laughs) You know, whenever I watch watch Dash Cams Australia... Likewise. It's, it's it's never, ever not the cyclist's fault. That's my <laughs> one rule. Even when there's no cyclist in the camera. Yeah, yeah. There was a cyclist there was a cyclist just off screen off the back that's his fault anyway. Exactly. Exactly. As it, as it should be. That's that's for all our four wheel drive driving fans. <laughs> <laughs> Ten points. So <laughs> So yeah, Peter Volandis. Um so a lot of people still love him, still think he's great. Yeah, like you still get a lot of people to talk about how he was so great because he got the game back started before every other competition and every other competition was being run by absolute morons who couldn't tie their own fucking shoelaces. Yet mm-hmm. all those morons all managed to get their competitions up and running as well. Yeah, I mean, even the AFL down there in Melbourne, like the AFL, you know, there's two things that they can organise. One of them's a white power march. <laughs> And the other things are football competition, and they. But you forgot the third thing is a cover up. Oh yeah, they can do a cover up pretty good. <laughs> They're pretty good at a good old cover up. Oh yeah, they 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 are the masters of the cover up. Yeah, but um, yeah, everyone got going again. Like the women's basketball, women's twenty twenty cricket. Uh, I can't think of anything that didn't get going again. Tennis. Like that, oh no, tennis got up and going because Novak Djokovic went around and gave people corona. Gave everyone COVID, yeah. Good I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if Corona, like what their sales are doing now. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I remember at work when someone first mentioned it, mm. and they were saying they were they were thinking it might have been linked to the actual beer. Oh, really? Is it something to do with the beer? Like, we didn't know. And this is back in what? This is just over a year ago. Yeah. No one knew what that was going on. Like, if you, whenever you hear of some virus coming out of China, it's usually linked to an animal and called after that swine flu, bird flu. So I think coronavirus flu. And <laughs> the hell? Someone's got the flu from drinking beer. I li- yeah, I like my flus to be named after animals. Exactly. It just feels a little bit more playful, like you're watching play school or something. <laughs> yeah, when's the, when's the giraffe flu out? Exactly. Rhinoceros flu. Can you imagine that? Your nose would run. That'd be nasty. Or just get a big sharp point on it. Maybe that's what George Williams has got. 
Nah, he's got donkey flu. <laughs> he's got blue whale flu. <laughs> ah, Poor Christmas, Bogart. isn't it a wonderful time of the year? <laughs> oh, fantastic. We hope that you're enjoying this with your family in front of the fireplace and just sitting there with the kids. Yeah, it's, it's explain like, to them. It's probably 42 degrees. You can explain to them why the fuck you got a fire on. <laughs> That's a good point. There's a there's a, there's a fire being your prick. Turn off the fucking. What we put the fire on for? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, trying to make know. snowmen outside. It's the it's the time of the year. Make it's a snowman out, making a snowman outside with dust. It's, well, I've heard that snowmen are pretty popular up there on the Gold Coast. <laughs> that's true. It's snowing up there. And they smell good. Yeah. Yeah, they're not addicted. They just like the smell of it. That's all right. Um, so what what do you want for from Santa this year? Um, we'll keep it rugby league related. Oh, look. The Tigers to make the finals. You know what? Let's let's be let's be excessive in our wishes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Close. Tigers to make the finals. And I think actually I've had another one. Mm-hmm. Someone other than St Helens, Leeds, or Wigan to win the premiership over in England. That would be pretty good, actually. I think I want that one more than the Tigers to make the finals. To be honest, I would like the Catalan Dragons to win it and take it back to France. Yes, that would be funny. Yeah, it'd be good if they went back to France and say, "Right, we're now the Super League champions, <laughs> and we've decided that we're not going to play in the Super League anymore." Well, knowing the way that Super League works in English rugby league in general, if Catalan won it. They then have to pay two hundred and fifty thousand pound to get back into the competition next year as a fucking entrance fee. Exactly. This is fucking hilarious. Some of this shit. Like to spend for a trophy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think what I would want is, let me think. Uh, I had a pretty good year this year with the Panthers. Um, I I tell you what I would want from Santa. I would want the. The 2021 Rugby League World Cup to be a huge success, and I think I'd want Tonga to win it. Tonga, yeah, I want France to win it. How about Tonga versus France in the final? That would be so cool. That That'd would be very, very cool. I wouldn't care who won that. Yeah, same here, same here. I like. I think that I think Australia are obviously the red hot favourites. I don't think England are any chance. I don't think England will be one of the top five teams there. You never know with New Zealand. They'll sometimes they turn up, sometimes they don't. They're too inconsistent to really put anything on them. But I would love for. I think Tonga's going to go well. I think that um, Fiji is going to go better than most people expect. I don't know about Samoa. If Samoa put get their act together finally, and they, you know, they've been terrible. They've yeah, been th- worse. They're worse than uh, New Zealand in terms of consistency. But if they pull their ass, you know out, or their finger out their ass, I should say. Mm. That's normally how you do do it. That's how right. It. Um, yeah. Pulling your ass out just, just for the hell of it, it's just sticking your bum out, really, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Just ask for it to be kicked. Yeah. I think, I think P&G could be a chance, too. Yeah, I wonder... I Do you reckon that their style of football would be suited to, to the English conditions? Because it's going to be cold. It's probably going to be wet. I think that will work for them. Because they do just play at 100 miles an hour, and with the cooler conditions, it just means that they're not going to wear out. 
See, I like I like the idea of you play PNG when it's boiling hot and it just they just suck oh, yeah. the energy, you know. They will, they will. But the thing is, unlike the English game where the tackles are mostly cuddles. Yeah. The the kummels, they they tackle with the intention of breaking things. Yeah, they blast you. They are insane. I love it. I, I love watching them play maybe more than any other team at any level. Like yeah. Because they're, it's a style. And, like, they're all there's, – there's not too many players in the team that are – like, they're all shorter players, but they're all built like brick shit houses. And they just play 1,000%. It's amazing. Yeah, and half the time, they, they don't even care what the result is. They just mm. play because they love playing footy. And yeah. that is so evident to see all the time when they're playing. And they just rip in. And it's so refreshing and so entertaining to watch. I could watch Papua New Guinea teams play rugby league till the bloody cows come home. When they beat Great Britain, how good was that? <sighs> but keep in mind, it was all Wayne Bennett's fault. Just saying. Oh, yes, it was. It was. Everything was Wayne Bennett's fault. Um, he should have picked, uh, I don't know. Should have picked more Australians in the team. More Australians. <laughs> Which Australian should he have picked? Uh, was Chris Lyington in that side? No, nah, he'd retired already. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Do you reckon Mitchell Pearce could have been English? Probably. Yeah. What's Pierce? What type of name is Pierce? Pierce, Pierce, Pierce. Uh, I think I think Pierce is an English word. It might be a derivative of that. I feel like Pierce might be French. French. Oh no, there's no little indentations above the letters. Indentations. <laughs> you don't know that's the giveaway. <laughs> Got to look for them indentations. Oh yeah, that's the giveaway. Um, it could be, I suppose. Could have some French blood there. Who knows? I don't know. I've got. I've got no idea. Who else is there? Um, what Darius Boyd? Uh, they they normally like slower fullbacks than him. Jordan Rankin. I mean, he's, he <laughs> Any, ticks a box because his first name's Jordan. Yeah, just anyone called Jordan. Yeah, that's usually a good giveaway. Yeah. Everyone uh, called Jordan. Raise your hand. Right, you're all British now. Anyone that's bald as well. <laughs> I don't know what it is about English people. They go bald. A lot of them go bald real quick. Well, I dare say hair is like any any growing thing. It needs a bit of sunlight. Probably. <laughs> um, Deep fried batter is not sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a good series. It Vegas. was. That's what I would want from Santa. Yeah, I'd also want to see a lot of. Um, emerging nations playing international rugby league on decent quality footage. Yeah, we've we've watched a lot of games that have literally been filmed on phones. Yeah, like not even joking. Like what? Like I have literally been done on phones. Yeah, and um, it's it's tough to watch, mm-hmm. but still entertaining nonetheless. Adds adds a certain charm to it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Gets a little bit pixelated at times, but you push on. You do, that's right. Um, especially when it's getting into the 147th minute of the first half. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll never forget that game. The longest game in rugby league history. Surely, there's some, surely you're, at some point you're going to have enough pull that you can make that official. When you become like the official rugby league historian of just everything. Because I know that your grand plan is to take everything over. Like yeah. bit by bit. 
I've got shares and everything, so I've got to eventually put it all together and, you know, put the master plan into place, so to speak. Yeah, every time I say, like, to Andrew, I'm like, oh, tell me about other rugby league historians, and that's like listening to fucking Conan the Barbarian (laughs) to crush your enemies to see them driven before you. It's like, (laughs) calm down, Andrew, jeez. I can't look. I get carried away. (laughs) Let's be honest. You know, I'm I'm passionate about rugby league history, and um, I own it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, that... I'm gonna, I'm Sorry. gonna edit that. I'm gonna cut that little part out and put it. <laughs> it's a little clip. We know that'd be great. I've not seen any of Conan Barbarian, so I don't know if that's what his uh, operatus man you know, was. It operando, his modus operando. Yeah, you should watch Conan the Barbarian. I think. <laughs> I think, I think you'd be like, oh shit, I got some, <laughs> got some explaining to do. Um, so right. yeah, so he, was, what it, he wasn't a Nazi, was he? No, he was not a Nazi. No, no he was a, he was oh. a, he was a young boy that was taken from a, a village where his family and everything was killed, and he was put into servitude, and he decided to break free of his bonds and become a great warrior. All right, I'll look, I'll, I'll confirm this with Carsten. Yeah, yeah, Carson will know. Carson will yeah. know. It's good, good with uh, he's, a, he's a very worldly man. Yeah, yeah. And he knows an awful lot about history. Yep. So I'll, I'll hit him up. He'll know. So what, uh, you got any traditions, any Christmas traditions? Christmas traditions? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, look, I think the one that we've sort of come across in recent, recent times since mm. living down here is, um, Getting the hell out of Melbourne on Christmas Day. All right, yeah. And trying to stay away from Melbourne for as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. Until, you know, work drags you back, I guess. That sounds healthy. So that's pretty much it. And given mm-hmm. we've been in lockdown, it was all looking like it was going to go swimmingly. Mm-hmm. And then um, Manly decided to ruin the fun for everyone. Yeah, Manly. I mean, thanks for nothing. First of all, you, you had asbestos at your football ground. And dog shit, and then uh, now this. They're like, yeah. well done. Exactly. Yeah, I thought, you know, in Melbourne, I thought maybe, you know, our Premier's gone and made sure that everyone got the virus and he wiped out most of the elderly population. And I thought, oh, well, he's, he's done all the bad stuff for Australia. Um, and no, Sydney just went, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't do all of that on your own. So now Sydney's going to have a crack. It's not all bad news, though. I mean, now you can't, you can officially not ever travel to Western Australia, so. What's over there? Exactly. It's fucking desert, nothing else. I went over there several years ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. What what did you find over in Western Australia? I haven't been back. Yeah. I'll tell you the one one thing that stood out for me is that was uh, was a fee every time you use your FPOS card over there. Oh, really? Yeah. What the hell's that about? Perth is like, basically, if you stuck Tamworth in the middle of a desert and gave it half a continent with nothing else near it. (laughs) Speaking of Tamworth. Yes. There's news that came out a few weeks ago about how they're now putting another McDonald's there. Now, it's funny that this got brought up, okay? Because first of all, 
if I lived in Tamworth, I'd be trying to eat myself to death as quickly as possible as well. <laughs> okay. And the second thing is when I went to Tamworth, you know, it's 5.30, start to get a bit hungry. Let's go and Munchies. find a restaurant. Right? Yes. <laughs> go out. Everything's fucking closed. Everything. I'm talking fucking everything is shut and closed and not just closing or anything. It's been closed for hours. And so I had to get Maccas because it was the only thing that was open. Mm -hmm. So on the way to McDonald's, I went and saw the fiberglass guitar. Uh, You don't have to ever see it. It's just, it's just bullshit. And then I went and got McDonald's and, uh, you know, Large chocolate sundae it was good. That's, That's good. it. Did That's... you um? Did they have any special deals with in at Tamworth Maccas? No, no, there was there was zero special about Tamworth Maccas. I remember the only things I can say about Tamworth is that uh, I remember seeing a, a a lot of teenagers hanging around in parks and thinking to myself, "Them poor bastards, they got nothing else to do around here." Um, and the 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 golden guitar, um, What's the McDonald's. It's a brownish guitar. Yeah, it kind of is. It's like a mustard disgrace coloured guitar. <laughs> and then um, the only other things I can tell you is that in the hotel room I was in, it there was a a door that was badly sealed between my room and the next room, and the dude in the next room was not happy with any noise he heard from my room. And he, at one point he yelled out, fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the, the only other thing was I remember on the morning, because I was getting out of there at like fucking 6.30 in the morning. Daylight. I, I'm not even joking. Like I passed up the free breakfast to leave <laughs> um, and I opened the curtain and somebody had, like with their finger had drawn a big smiley face on the glass and so I took a picture of the smiley face, and it's the only picture I have from Tamworth. Uh, did you um, check the linen and stuff to make sure everything was clean? No, I'd given up on life by that point. I didn't care. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> if maybe someone soiled you. But No, nah, by by then it was like 7.30 and everyone else was in bed. I thought I should go to sleep too. <laughs> Fucking terrible place. That's a rather spooky thing to wake up and see a smiley face on your window. Yeah, it was it was different, but it was just like Tim was saying, you know, hello, and I was like goodbye. <laughs> so I'm out of this place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you got any New Year's traditions? New Year's traditions. Um, they're kind of similar to the Christmas ones. Get the hell out of Melbourne. Yeah, so it's kind of. Um, it kind of starts on Christmas. Christmas Day mm-hmm. is the whole right. We've we've got under the tree. We've opened all the presents. Right, get in the car and get the fuck out of Melbourne. <laughs> and we try and stretch that out, obviously, through Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. And then by then you're going. Well, New Year's Eve's only a few more days away. Yeah, and we're going to do the same thing there. So might as well just keep with this and just keep going. And so usually Christmas Day through till you know January. Just stay out of Melbourne. Sounds good. See, the only thing I, and I don't do it every year, but every so often I will get blackout drunk. Like, and it's not like I even go out to do it. 
I just get absolutely hammered every so often. And then I end up watching weird movies and things like that, and I think they're great. And then when I watch them back, I'm like, wow, this movie's crap. But what while was, I'm, what I'm was trying, one of those movies? Um, or what was the worst of those movies? Well, look, I, I tell you that one of the funniest and most fun New Year's Eves I had, and it was like it got to about 2.30, 1, 2.30 at night, and I started watching Come Dine With Me on TV, <laughs> right? Now, I thought the episodes went for an hour each. It turns out they only went for about 20 minutes. But I, while I was drunk, it was the funniest show I'd ever seen. Like, I was cackling, laughing through the whole thing. And I, I when I eventually woke, like, the next afternoon, and I'm, I'm suffering with, like, a hangover and stuff, and I was like, wow, I really enjoyed that show. I should put it on. So I put it on the next time I saw it, and I was like, it's it's all right. Uh, but while I was drunk, it was just the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. It's really weird. Oh, man. You know what? That just means now that you've got to get yourself absolutely blotto in that state of mind again. Yeah, I'll press, get hammered. Press record and watch some of Gordon Ramsay's work. Uh, uh, yeah, Gordon Ramsay would be good to watch. The only other thing I, I the other thing I've also done every so often is I'll spend the night on Xbox Live chatting to random people as I play Destiny. That's good. That's good fun doing that. There you go. Well, there's drunk too. So try, they can try and find you. You've got a very obscure name on there, so they can try <laughs> and find you. Yeah. It's not what you think, people. It's not as obvious as you think it is. So you have to you have to think hard about it. It's it's McLovin. <laughs> 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 it's but yeah, Tamworth. Tamworth. Tamworth's number one fan. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, I think this's been a good a good Christmas Eve edition of Fergun Freak. Yeah, we've given people a little bit of a uh, a Christmas gift. We have, we have, and like all gifts, this one's free. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. No, um, I said like all gifts, this one's unwrapped. What gift do you get that's not free? Um, uh, Syphilis. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. A little story from a few weeks ago. Okay, go on. At the train station. There's no syphilis involved in this one. Okay. I went to the train station. I put my money into the vending machine to get a bottle of water out of it. Mm -hmm. And my $10 note I put in there. It's a bit crinkled up. Yeah. I put it in, spits it back out. I get it. Fuck. I put it in the bit of you, Fuck. Put in the third time. And it thinks about it. So it, it must have accepted it. So I type in the number to get the bottle of water. The machine starts to move over and grab the bottle of water. It's doing its vending thing. And as it's bringing the bottle of water down, it spits my $10 note back out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? So I take my $10 note out. The water gets delivered. Yeah. So, okay, I just got a free bottle of water. Nice. It then proceeds to give me the change for the $10, even though I've got my $10 note in my hand. Oh, really? So now I've got my bottle of water, I've got my 10 bucks back, and I've got about $6 change as well. That's pretty handy. I went, this pays out better than any poker machine. I'm done <laughs> with vending machines now. I'm ahead. Man, you should tell the Brisbane Broncos about that, that vending machine. <laughs> play that instead of the pokies. See, they'll go there after the season they've had, and they'll just be feeding $10 notes in there and getting shit out of it. Probably. 
They, they warmed it up for me. I took all the glory out of it. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I've never heard that that sort of story with vending machine. I've only ever heard the ones where someone shakes the crap out of it. There you go. Mm. Got to come down to that's a, there, there's a genuine reason to come to Melbourne. The only reason. Yeah. Go to the Melbourne train station. See if you can rip off a vending machine by accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to wish everyone. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too, Andrew. Same to you, Freaky. Um, Hope you get all the presents that you demanded people buy you. I am. I know what I'm getting to. And I hope that um, some other religious god of your choosing strikes them down with furious anger if they don't get it for you. Yeah, that'd be handy as well. That's right, yeah. You can't have this stuff go unpunished. Exactly. exactly. It's the same thing you say about all the other rugby league historians. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on. I own rugby league history. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that line all the time now on the podcast. That's going to be great. Oh, I love it. That's my gift. That's your gift to me. <laughs> there you go. That's my gift to you. <laughs> Oh shit. All right. Well, how about we wrap this up? Sounds good, people. Um, have a good Christmas. And uh, while you're at it, you can do something for us. You can go onto Instagram and Twitter and follow us there at Fugo Freak Pod. Um, we're on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. So go over there, subscribe, like, uh, follow everything there. Like all the videos. That'd be fun. Um, if you're with family members that you don't really like spending time with, then you can use liking our videos on YouTube as an excuse to get away from them. Name them. Name them on our videos. Go for it. Go for it. That'd be brilliant. Mm. Play each one and turn the volume up every time you hear freaky swearing. Yeah, that'd be good. There you go. It, it, it would be cool if you could put a video, like take a video, because you know how you can get YouTube on your TV now? Mm-hmm. Just go to an episode where we're just swearing our heads off and just put <laughs> it on your TV on Christmas morning and just take a video of it playing. While the kids are like, what does that mean? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's the shit for brains? <laughs> Who's the fuck with? It'd be great. Yeah, exactly. That's Christmassy. Yeah. That and be if someone's new Christmas tradition. I tell you what, if someone wants to do a gift to us, the best gift you can give us is to tell all of your followers on your social media, hey, I listen to this podcast and I really enjoy it. Why don't you have a listen to, because these two people are awesome. And, of course, I'm talking about the starting block. Of course. Boogie. Merry Christmas. Greeno, Merry Christmas. Two absolute legends. And yes. People, you need to follow those guys. Yeah. And their uh, journals podcast. Yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful podcast. It's glorious. It's glorious. My favorite episode is the one that we were on. Yeah, I like that one too. We wasted five minutes of their podcast. Yeah. It was good. I mean, that was possibly our, our I was going to say our crowning moment, but no, we've been better. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've been way better than that. Yeah. We did go over the top there. Yeah. But um, yeah, we've pretty much done here. Yep. Thanks everyone. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll catch us all later, if not in New Year. See ya.